Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. Digitized live from your company name here. Studios in Cape Coral, Florida. It's the What's in Your Head podcast with your hosts Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up? What's up? What's up? OG5. Got a question coming straight out the gate. Do I look uh, dark and dingy because I forgot to turn on the ring light around my camera? Or do I not look flushed out for once? Does I actually look better? Maybe I'm not all flooded out? It has been written and so it has been told. For this day forth, we shall not use the ring light around the camera. It creates too much white in the background. So how are you doing, Now, is your ring light adjustable? Uh, Yes. I actually have two of them in here. Uh, They not only adjust as far as brightness goes, but they offer up uh, different shades. I can go like a more of a pink, a bluish tint. You know, the generic three. Oh, you're bougie. No, that's basic... That's basic uh, ring light fundamentals there. I mean, these are like, I don't know. You can find them at five and below if you look hard enough. So how you been? I've been all right. Had something a little disturbing happen to me this weekend while I was uh, working out at the gym. Okay, what's that? All of a sudden, I start. I get a, I get a phone call. Person goes, hey, uh, did you call this number? I said, nope, maybe I accidentally <laughs> butt dialed you. This guy goes, I said, this is you know my name when I answered the phone. He goes, hey, this is Nick, or whatever do, his name Nick? was. It could have been Steve. I, I don't remember. Listen, <clears throat> motherfucker, and, stop and I, calling you know, me. And then you know, as soon as I hung up, I continued on my exercises. I would think I was doing uh, leg curls. And then and phone rings again. Hey, did you no? Nope. Did you call me? I just got a call from this number. Nope. It you, happened you called again. me. Oh, look, and I don't again. need your and then time share. One on top I don't want your time share. Hey, hey I got you're calling call me. You. Hey, what's the deal? Why are you calling my old lady for? I'm trying to eat. It's so as, as you know, I called you, and it's clearly my number was spoofed. Thank God it only lasted a couple hours. It fell off pretty quick. This is actually kind of quaint. <laughs> you know, in the realm of oh, identity thanks, theft Dave. and... And annoyances. No, they're not even stealing your identity. This, what I mean by this is quaint is I haven't seen this in probably about four or five years. But there was a time daily. I remember I was at one job doing, for an air conditioning joint, and a guy called, and he was rip shit pissed. He was at the end of his rope. He's like, would you guys stop fucking calling me? You guys call me every day about some timeshare bull. I'm like, sir, uh, this is a company that makes styrofoam fixtures for buildings. Uh, we're not calling any. Some some one of these robocallers so they just Aoife, spoof. so you're at like an EFIS place basically yeah and yeah. so what the robocallers do they spoof local numbers so that you pick up because people tend not to answer 888 phone calls or phone calls from other states unless they're bi-coastal but you know most of us who grow up in one area or have family maybe in one or two states we get a phone call from outside one of those allotted states we tend not to answer and so they spoof local calls but I used to see this a lot what was interesting is all the calls came from a variety of states back to me. Yeah. That was the insane part. So had that. You shined the bitches. And then. Remember the days when we just used to fantasize about putting like the world's leading digital spammers on like a junk mail mailing list and just have fantasies of like mail truck upon mail truck upon mail truck dropping off junk mail out there at their front door to be inconvenienced because that's what we used to consider a bad thing was all the spam we got. But now we literally have people stealing our identities, I, calling I, us. I, I really wish these spoofers would accidentally start spoofing each other. Well, and Spoof I, call, 
themselves. And I've said this before, but because we've had our T-Mobile, which I'm <laughs> spent more time on the phone with those assholes today, but because we've had T-Mobile for like 16, 17 years, um, our, our business phone was under dad's name. And he's at that age now where these spam call these spam junk people, they buy li- mail lists of people of certain demographics, people that they think they can bamboozle. And so I get a lot of the phone calls from the Amazon. Let me know all recently. They just upgraded. It's no longer an iPhone being sent to Ohio for nine hundred dollars. Now it's a uh, iPad for five thousand dollars. They they've upped the price to try to get mm. you to freak out and call them because after all, I didn't buy no iPad. Tell you that T-Mobile scam shield. It only lasted about a year or so, didn't it? Well, you know, I mentioned to T-Mobile. I said, you know, I can't help but notice because I'm an IT guy, and in my new job, we focus on this, and we do a lot of training stuff on spear phishing and all that crap. And I said, I can't help but notice that I get all these phone calls, and when they hear my voice, they hang up because they realize that I'm old, but I'm not that old. And it occurred to me that my you mean you're old, but you're not old, old. Yes, and it occurred to me that because of the age of the person that the phone plan is set up under, that T-Mobile is selling our number. And you know what they said to me? You know what the T-Mobile guy said? What do you think the T-Mobile guy said? Sorry about your luck. This is what keeps me employed? No, you have to log into your account on their website and go to the marketing options. They quaintly put us selling your information to to the highest bidder as marketing on their end because they don't get enough off of your two or $300 a month phone plan. They got to sell your phone on mail list as part of marketing strategies. I almost think that should be an option. Okay. Before I sign on the dotted line on this new contract, I need you to make sure that I am not included in you selling my information to some bullshit company that you're going to end up trying to use your oh, scam shield. They would to block be more later. than happy to because they'll just put the check mark in when you're signing up. But by default, yeah. it's not checked, so that 99.9% of and their. And a good sales guy would say, hey, by the way, let me do you a solid. Do you want to be on this or not? I'm pretty sure you don't. How do you know he's not getting the old spiff? The old spifferoo? I doubt it. <laughs> do you do spiffs anymore? What the fuck? Uh, you didn't do a whole lot of sales, huh? You did, did some sales. sales. I, sell, I sell every day. No, I'm talking about retail sales. Uh, at Galleons, but I was like their number one snowboard salesman. So a spiff there. would be not when you sold that Burton snowboard, not only would Galleons give you a commission, but you would actually get a spiff. They couldn't call it a commission from the actual vendor. Like, oh, yeah. And so when you worked at a... Never re- got that. Well, you saw it primarily with software vendors, like when you work at CompuSA or Best Buy. And, like, when I was working in the tech shop, the sales guys would sell these brand-new computers with the whopping 1.74 gigahertz processors, you know, the the uh, the early stuff back when computers came with half a gig of RAM and it was high performance. And they would try to get us to upsell on Norton. Norton. Got some on Norton. Wouldn't do it because these Norton was too advanced for its time. I mean, and it, it was bloatware. You put that on a brand-new machine off the floor, a regular run-of-the-mill machine, and it would slow it down by like 20%. And so I wouldn't sell it, but I would get yelled at because for every one I didn't sell, the company didn't get spiffs because they get a little bit of, they get their beak wet off that oh, spiff. Oh, all I about get the my spiffs. beak wet on that spiff? Yeah, you do too, but they get their beak wet too. And so they would, they would push you hard for the upsell. See, to me, and even though I sell, I'm not what I, what I call a desperation seller. A used car salesman seller, I don't think it's necessary. That's the problem because when I go to like a car lot or any place that you got these aggressive sales guys, it's up your butt. I, I usually 
I'll give them once, I'll give them twice, and then they get the fuck off until you're, I'm, I'm ready to come see you. Mm-hmm. You know? My power yep, move fantasy. Like, you know, what, what would you do if you won a lottery type thing? Not even a lottery so much, but just like if I all of a sudden found myself making an inordinate amount of money. Mm-hmm. Power move. Not to buy a Ferrari or something stupid and, and elementary like that, but like just go someplace like a Volkswagen, an Audi dealer, or Subaru, whatever, Toyota. You want to buy the nicest Tundra now, on the floor. Our Subaru dealership says that they don't have commission sales guys. And you're planning on buying one in cash, right? Mm-hmm. Which they're not as happy about because they don't make the interest off the financing. But Actually, what's funny is it's them not making the interest anyway. It usually goes to a bank like Slate or, mm-hmm. or that. So it really, in my opinion, doesn't affect them at all. But because I've known people who worked and sold cars and I know how the game was played 20 years ago, and it's still the same. But back in the day, they would have a board, a big board. And on the big board was each salesperson's name and how many cars they sold that week and the quota and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, the one guy at the bottom of the chalkboard, maybe he's new to sales, maybe he's lost his touch. He's, he's on his way out the door. He's got one foot in the parking lot, and the sales manager saying, hey, don't get your numbers up. You're gone. Get somebody bigger in here. My power move would be to walk in there. Yeah, I want to buy this car, cash. But I want to buy it off the guy at the bottom of the mail, <laughs> off the big board, so he has a job for another month. And, and go there and, and just, you know, because that guy's probably not pushing as hard as the dicks that annoy you that, you know, they're bashing 15 times in 20 feet. Maybe this guy's a little lazy, but it'd just be a power move. You get your car, cash, get a little bit of discount, and then make mm-hmm. Steve feel better for the next two weeks because he sold a unit. <laughs> so what do you got in your liquid fidget spinner there? Well, this is a, I guess maybe parents think that teachers like to drink wine and most of them do but carrie has yeah. all these extraordinarily large wine glasses that always give her his gifts this one's painted up with like a snowman on it on the beach uh-huh. hand painted they've been sitting around for a while and every once in a while carrie will get this fantasy where she's going to join the masses of teachers who drink wine but she can just never she just doesn't have the palate for it god bless her now, she's tried she's kind of like me with sushi i'll eat it i'll try it i'll want it but i'd rather You're have a steak you're disappointing. Anyway. No, I've been to many a sushi restaurant. Oh, just price, pound for pound for price, take me to a steakhouse. But to answer your question, I'm out of bourbon. I've been out for a while. And Carrie mentioned that she wanted to get a, a bottle of wine because, you know, that's the cool thing to do when you're a lady of a certain stature and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, is she interested in joining some of these teachers and one of them get drunk and paint pictures? No, because she prefers to work and come home because well she has social anxiety and don't like to be around people and she has a bebop at home so why not be with the bebop and so you know the Fair idea enough. of desire to do that maybe once every once in a while cool but it's not you know she's just not one of those cats who just wants to get drunk and hang out the the co-workers yeah, all the time me neither which that that topic will come up here shortly so anyhow long story short um went to buy i bought a bottle of uh high cr- 19 crimes long. Bought a bottle of 19 Crimes the other day. And well, it, so you graduated from Larceny to 19 Crimes? Which was, I bought just a bottle of dark red wine. Now, is that 19 Larcenies? No, it's uh, you know, just 19 Crimes. That's the one you get the app and the little mugshot on the front actually animates and tells the story of the person got arrested. my pun. No, I got you. I got your pun. Yeah. But I'm trying to make my long story shorter. <clears throat> but anyhow, so long story short, 
got the 19 crimes. She wasn't a fan. She likes more white wine. And so then they had this bottle, 1924, buy one, get one free. Because when you buy wine, that's what you want. And there was one that had it. They're both in like a dark green bottle. Oh, you're getting some hooch. And I bought um, another red wine. And then I bought one that I thought was perhaps a, a lighter wine because it had silver caps to the red cap, but it wasn't. It was a red wine as well, which I'm drinking now. Long story short, she likes white wine that she can refrigerate, and I've been <clears throat> buying and drinking because it's buy one, get one free, the 1924 Cabernet Sauvignon, however you pronounce it. Now, was it actually <clears throat> uh, made in 1924? Uh, no, this is a 2019 stock. Okay, but it's like called 1924. Yeah, 1924 limited edition. That could be wildly confusing. Yeah, well, two bottles for fourteen, uh, like seven ninety nine nine dollars. We're not talking high high value uh, wine here, but it works. And I, uh, I've discovered a new way to make street tacos. They're yummy. So I moved on from my normal three style of different tacos. Now I've included included a uh, chicken street style tacos and carne asada. So I'm moving up my taco game. There you go. But, the yeah. nice thing about tacos is you could do pertinent or anything you want. Yeah, so right now, now, do you, now I'm on a wine kick to answer your question, long story short. Gotcha. That, ask your question, to ask a question about your tacos. Mm-hmm. Street tacos. Mm-hmm. Street tacos require what kind of tortilla? Corn or flour? Most people say corn, but I'm still a flour guy at heart. Yeah, I'm a cracker. But... Not, I always mispronounce it. You know that Vierde sauce is like Hernandez or Herndez? Herndez. 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 I'm sure Herdez. it's the same shit that's in a glass bottle, but somebody got their marketing cap on and they made this little plastic bottle that said street taco. So I bought some of that. You got some cheese street taco sauce. But no, the the two I've done is one, I got some low-end steak. And um, our friends, our fine friends over at Tapatio make a carne asada um not a rub, but a marinade. You soak it in there for a while. Now, you're a fan of Tapatio. Mm-hmm. You're, are you a fan of dill pickles? Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I, I, I like the occasional spear or put them on a sandwich every once in a while. What's up, Morgan Long? So apparently, there's yes, sir. a Tapatio-flavored dill pickle. That no, just doesn't good. sound right to me. No, either does dill-flavored Mountain Dew. But anyhow. Is the, there such a thing? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, pretty sure. They, they, I'm sorry, they done fuck Mountain Dew up with all these other flavors. Where do you fall in a cilantro camp? Because I put fresh cilantro on mine. Carrie doesn't I like, like cilantro, cilantro, but it's got to be done correctly. Like the problem I have with the cilantro at one of my favorite places, our favorite places, is Cafe Rio. They is, cheap out and chop up the stems. <laughs> no, they put the whole fucking twig on there. It's everything. Yeah, that's what I mean. They chop up the yeah the whole stem and everything. It's like the whole thing. I was like, can you, can you, you know, it's. Does it, I know you're not allowed to use a knife in a fast food restaurant. <laughs> I get it, but you know, chop that. Take the stems off. Destem that motherfucker. Get the seeds out. Now chop it up. I do. Pack it in. I guess. Let me begin. I can win battle me. That's a sin. Um, I do cross yes, the line from Mexican style taco to Southwest style taco. I bat. I, I kind of do a fusion. I never knew this until I worked for Stan Haney, and someone called in because Haney had the question: What's the difference between Tex-Mex or Southwest and Mexican food? You know what the key difference between the Tex-Mex and Mexican food is? 
Uh, no sombrero, but a cowboy hat? Close, because we're Americans and we bastardize it and we put cheese on everything. True oh, yeah. Mexican food doesn't have much cheese on it at no, all. No, it's really light. It's usually their, their type of mozzarella. Most of the time, their tacos is just usually onions and uh, cilantro and some verde sauce, and that's pretty much it. You don't get yeah, the cheese uh, and all the I, tomatoes and shit. When I worked in the field when I first got here, the the uh, it was interesting. So I remember back when I was in the field in in Ohio, and it was the last time I saw what we called the roach coach. And that thing would pull up, and it looks like it's got like a diamond. It's a vending machine on wheels. Deal. It was a vending machine with on wheels. a crock it was gas pot. station food. Right there. Now. Well, hold on. We had a Roach Coach that came to Horton, which you had your normal Kansas soda, your vending machine fare. But the thing mm-hmm. that separated him is his wife's crock pot full of white gravy. So when you bought your microwavable sausage and biscuits, you <laughs> yeah. could put homemade you white, white gravy, gravy on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yummy, when yummy. I came here, the Roach Coaches were different. I pull up. And it's basically a poor man's version of the fancy food trucks you see today. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much all authentic Mexican food. Yeah, our roach coaches back the in the day. I, but what I discovered is us white boys are the ones who wanted the hottest of the hot. I, I said, look, a guy goes, hell no, man. He's, you know what? Some of our Hispanic uh, coworkers and, and, and that was like, no, why you? No. But, man, we get that. We, they would put the um, – the jalapenos and mm-hmm. the and the onions and they grill them up and throw them on there if you want. It's a lot of cilantro. See, jalapenos are another weird one. If you in a pinch after a few beers, I will get the hockey arena style nachos with the nasty ass pickled fucking jalapenos just to break up the flavor a little bit. But on a normal day, if it's not a freshly cut jalapeno, I don't want it. You, I get a subway. I'm not getting that jarred pickled bullshit. Um, if I'm making tacos at home, I'll I'll cut one up, throw it in the skillet. But I don't like the bananaed, yellowed, pickled jalapenos. So apparently, speaking of spicy, I, I, I must be a jerk. I must not understand. I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway because they don't listen to the show. But not like a real piece of shit. Wrong one. Sorry, not a funny piece of shit. I want to become one. He did it again. Yeah. Caused trouble. Hurt someone's feelings. Yes, he didn't want to do it. Yes, troublesome people are often people in trouble. They may be mentally ill. Find out how you can help. Write Better Mental be Health, mentally Ill if you eat a pickle New York pouch of Stapatia flavored. Hi, my name is Tom McDonald. Welcome okay. to the show. If you are easily offended, then you probably should go. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be at a family get-together, and one of my brother-in-laws, he'll, he'll get out his, his wings. Now, is this the guy closely related to Off the Truck, Steve? That's off the truck, Tony. Oh, yeah, my And bad. it is off the truck, Tony. Okay. Oops. I've done outed out who it is. Um, no anonymity uh, on this show. He had accidentally ordered some hot wings from Little Caesars. Just hot, not mild. And he's eating them. And he's like, my God, my mouth's on fire. I'm like, you're a fucking pussy. He goes, hey, man, I don't do hot. People are just born naturally for hot. I was like, no, 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 no. Well, they say, oh, you, I think he alluded, oh, you must come from a family that eats a lot of hot food, which I was Moist. like, no. I thought Absolutely that. not. You don't instantly like hot food. It's basically a one-upmanship until you, you know. Is that you, because you of his it. steady diets of olives growing up that he's more on the bland <laughs> side than he is the spicy side? I mean, Greeks are usually the poor man's Italians. I don't know if that's a nice thing to say or not. Man, but. I just, 
and and but I don't know. I I must have burned all the shit off in my mouth because even habaneros today don't even phase me. What's up, John? So now I've got to ratchet it up to the ghost pepper. It looks well, that's like. a good so question. I may try that at BW three. See what their ghost pepper uh, pepper uh, wings are like. That's a good participation question for those. We got a few people in the um, Facebook live chat. That's another. That. That's another school or camp. Where do you fall in that? How hot I like my hot wings. Are you the guy who likes them hot and spicy? Or are you the guy who likes to show off and get the ones that'll literally make you perspire from your forehead as if you just ran a five k? Which I don't know how anybody can enjoy a meal when they're sweating from every orifice mm. and pores. And it's just enough forward. sweat just to start to form on top of your head. You can, it's but it's got to have good flavor. It can't just be fucking hot fire in the mouth. There's got to be flavor attached. I don't. That's why I like my the mango dinner. <laughs> that's why I like the mango habanero. I, I is because you got enough sweet in there with the sweet and the heat. It nails it. I but know. I like it. It's just something. It almost gets the endorphins going. You know. I don't know if I'd categorize myself as a as a culinary pussy, but it just I don't know if I'm afraid of it. I just it's not my bag to sit in like a a BW threes and just look like I'm like putting sweat stains on my hat and like what should I had some uh, Irish. You do drink. that. You do that at home, and then you build up that tolerance, and then you're a tough guy when you go in, right? Um, I mean, I've been I've been known to put some Tony Sassery on my street tacos, but I just don't know. What's the hottest wings you typically – what is your go-to? Well, usually I don't consume chicken wings on a solo mission. Usually it's, hey, let's order a pizza inside of wings, and therefore it's a proxy wing that all members of the party can consume in one sitting. I don't usually get my own Generic plate. pizza shop wing. But, like, if you and I were to go out to BW3s or something, I would probably get – a skosh over, you know, I'm not going to hang out in the honey you barbecue medium, aisle. You go from mild to medium? Yeah, but see, that's the other thing. And Two be, flames? And, be, and, like, and as somebody who likes hot sauce and chips, what comes first, medium or mild? Sometimes I want to say mild, but I think, well, when you have medium you. and then mild? But without looking, like if you're standing in the grocery store aisle and you're looking and you have that brain fart, like what's hotter, medium or well, mild? Fortunately, when you like the hot stuff, you don't even have – that's not even a, a passing thought. Except for my wife. I have to make sure I get that right when I order something. I think it's just code for this one has more tomatoes. <laughs> this is puss and this is less puss. So which comes first, the chicken or the uh, egg? Is it milder? I'm almost there. I want to say it's – I'm going to say I'm gonna say it goes m- mild, medium, hot, extra hot call an ambulance now what i will say is amateur hour and i've clowned some in-laws for this too honey mustard i like chicken i want the boneless chicken wings oh you want chicken you You want chicken nuggets (laughs) you want chicken nuggets do you want a little um, barbecue sauce with that maybe some honey mustard yeah speaking of chicken nuggets there is a a reason why that's seriana's called nugget Mm -hmm. (sighs) mm-hmm Oh this boy. child. Okay, sauces. What do you want for dinner? I want Wendy's. What do you want from Wendy's? Chicken nuggets. How about we go to Chick-fil-A? No. I medium want Medium is hotter Wendy's. than mild, by the way. See? It's... Yeah, okay. Yeah, I said mild, medium, hot. Yeah, that makes sense. And I had to explain to my daughter, why would you go to a hamburger restaurant for chicken nuggets when you would... Can, I'm offering to take you to a chicken restaurant to get chicken nuggets. She thinks that the Wendy's chicken nuggets are far superior than the Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. You got to try that $50, 50 for 10 How many times have I sat in a drive-thru, regardless of what 
Well, I was going to say, regardless of what characters on the sign, but they've all gotten rid of the the character. I think maybe they want to build a little more, less of a joke. I think maybe in the eighties and nineties, fast food restaurants kind of got considered a joke because they all had some goofy mascot. Have you noticed even the Wendy's is gone off the Wendy's now? It's just a red square with a white W on it. It says Wendy's. Yeah, like ours, I kicked the little redheaded bitch right off the sign. She's not even on the Treated her like a redheaded stepchild. No, treated her like McDonald's treated Ronald. There's no more Ronald. Ronald, you barely see. Unless you order a Happy Meal, you don't see a Ronald, a Grimace, a Fry Guy, or a freaking so much as a hamburger. That's because they're trying to appeal to adults with the McCafe. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you don't go to a hamburger restaurant for chicken. Chicken nuggets is on the menu so that when somebody who enjoys hamburgers goes there and you're not a burger fan, you get the chicken nuggets. You don't go to a hamburger... Anyhow, you don't go to a seafood restaurant for, you know, Italian. Steak. Regardless. Yeah, that too. So on BW3 is our Buffalo Wild Wings. This episode of the game. What's in Your Head podcast is brought to you by BW3's. Find the nearest location near you. If you're willing to uh, sponsor our show, that'd be great. We do have so some here now. between mild and medium, there are two sauces. Mild is the lower heat. Medium is the higher heat. What's in between mild and medium? Dip a toe in it? So evidently, Parmesan garlic is still hotter than mild. Hmm. And the one that may throw you is honey barbecue. Really? That's above mild? Yep. Right before medium. Maybe that's how the honey began <clears throat> in that version of barbecue sauce is to take the bite out of it a little bit. Could be. Then it goes spicy garlic, orange chicken, Asian zing. I wonder if that's more like a, a ponzu. Caribbean jerk. You fucking Caribbean jerk. <laughs> Jammin jalapeno. Thai curry, Nashville hot, original buffalo, hot, mango habanero wild, and then blazing Carolina reaper. I may need to do that just because it's got half the calories of the mango habanero. Now, last week's episode, I prefaced this week's episode with tales of wonder and glee about you wanting to talk about the ever-increasing level of narcissism at the gym. Oh, dear God. (laughs) Are you still... Amped up on that topic, or do you want to pass? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, I've been talking about it off and on, even <clears> going back <throat> to the days when Dave was here. And some of the Speaking things- of that, anybody can do a welfare check and let us know how Dave's doing? Dude, every once awesome. in a while, I see a random homeless dude walking around, and I just, I double take like, no, nope, it's not him. Yeah, he's got his nose. Keep <laughs> on moving. Sorry. But anyhow- I mean, that is sad, but still. You've experienced something that I have been complaining about for a while. Why don't you fill the audience in while I consume more wine? Well, I've never seen it this bad. I think narcissism has actually gotten worse since the beginning of COVID. This has definitely fallen off bad at the gym, but I go pretty damn early in the morning. Now, when it's at five in the morning, you think that everything's probably pretty good. It's actually still fairly busy, but I go in. All right, let's go over to the weight, the bench. The bench. Okay, there's like three weights. 125, 135, 145. Where the fuck are the goddamn plates at? Mm-hmm. I got to kind of chase around and steal from other people's benches mm-hmm. while they're benching just to use it. Because Enrique's down there on the fucking leg press, and he can squat 850 pounds, but instead of actually going over to the squat bench, he's using the type of machine you sit on and push. And so he stole all the 45 plates, plus has his girlfriend standing on the bottom of the thing. Therefore, there's no plate for you to bench press with. Well, and another thing I had noticed is 
when you walk towards it, our weight room is actually called the Advanced Training Center. Mm. But right next to it, there's a stairway going upstairs. Yes, my gym has two floors. Mine too. It's not quite a lifetime fitness. That's where they put the treadmills. That's where they put the treadmills, but yet people still take the elevator up. Yep. There's a long corridor that goes through some exterior doors. Now, a lot of times I do see some people over there with plates doing their uh, CrossFit style training. Fireman carries and whatnot. Fireman carries, you know. Mixing them in with their burpees, but then you you look over at inbred Jed and in his Huck shirt, and uh, now he wants you to think he's benching forty five pound plates, but he actually went over to the squat area and stole the girl's twenty five pound plate that's the same di- diameter and width. And then I, I look over there, and, and Knucklehead Jones has got like every fucking bar, uh, not barbell, but uh, dumbbell, dumbbell that you can imagine. You know, because the 35s, the 40s, I'm sorry, the 30s, the 35s, and the 40s, and 45s are the most popular. Now, this irks the shit out of me because I see this at Crunch, Crunch, but Crunch ain't so bad because they probably have 420s, 425s, 430s. They have about, now when I say four, I'm talking like almost four pairs. So eight individuals, maybe six. And my gym has like 10 flat benches alone. And so at Planet Fitness, it was worse. Planet Fitness is more of a cardio gym that has some weights for people wanting to get a little definition. And they only have two sets of each. And so you would walk over the bench and the 20s, 15s would be gone, the 20s would be gone, the 25s would be gone, and the 30s would be gone. And it wasn't even a legit bench there either, was it? Oh, it was. It, it was a, I mean, wasn't it guided, though? No, that was on oh. the, not on the free weights. That's on the okay. bench press. I'm talking about okay. the dumbbells for curls and, you know. Okay. And you would look around, and there'd be two chicks, or yeah, there'd be two chicks working out together. Two chicks, one thirty-five pound dumbbell. No, two chicks, and each one would have Sheila's over here, Tina's over here. She's got the fifteen. She's got the fifteen. She's got the twenty. She's got the. So the two, not only, not only did they each decide to to take three different weights of dumbbells, but they both stole. The exact same. So between the two of them, they could rotate off. I'm going to curl 20, you do the 25s. Or I'm going to curl the 15s, you do the 20s. No, we're both going to curl 15s, so we're both going to have 15s. And heaven forbid we include in our workout walking over to the goddamn rack and swapping out. Well, we're going to bring I, everything I, 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 over to us so that Don, no one we, else we got to do this because it. we can't screw up our workout and then somebody grabs those weights. Or we're too lazy and we don't want to sweat because we don't want to have to put in the extra mileage to walk back and forth between right. our but, workout spot. But sometimes I do think it's because, like, my gym is so busy, I think it is claiming your fucking territory. Okay, right? well, you and I are claiming our territory, but we would probably, even though we'd be at a level of dick, you and I would probably share instead of each of us having our oh, own. Yeah. There's no reason when you have a workout buddy. That's like Guess having what? A, that's like having a workout buddy. You got to rest both. between sets. So while you're resting between sets, uh, this yeah. person can do it, and That'd then be like, so forth. I mean, technically, and they they play it all the time. There is even when you're on the, like the weight machines, when you're resting, you're supposed to be able to get off and let. I've had people tag in. in before. It's a little weird. Especially when it's on a machine where you... I don't know you. Well, it's not that. I'm six foot five. So some people, not only they got to get in, they got to adjust the height and all that. And so oh, it's, it's kind of like getting into the wife's car. Yeah, it's like, but that's every between every rep. So I've had a few people, I've, I've done that before too. All right, somebody be benching, you know, 245 pound plates. Okay, I can get in on that. So speaking of getting into the wife's car, yes, that is the ultimate well, hello answer there. to if you don't, uh, to not shut, putting down the toilet seat. Okay. Let's come to an agreement. 
I put down the toilet seat, you adjust the car seat back so I don't have to fold myself up and get in. Problem with the putting down the toilet seat. Why do they get it both ways? Well, they don't. You can make them put the car seat back to where it goes. No, they want you to put the toilet seat up first, do your business, oh, yeah. and then put it down. How about we reverse it, and if it concerns you that much, how about you put it up when you're done, <laughs> and we'll reverse the practice. Why do I may do fall both? in in the dark. Well, then you'll learn then a lesson, learn won't put you? put the shit down, just like we got to learn to lift it up. Can't have it both ways. Yep. Um, I told the story last week, but you weren't here. And um, so I was at my gym. Carrie was at plant, uh, physical therapy, and so I went at the undesirable time of five thirty, five forty-five, when everybody Ooh, and their Pete. goddamn grandma got all the high school kids there, all the college kids there. You got all the the corporate people doing the fitness class over in the CrossFit training area, so it's all blocked off, which means I can't do my forty-seven rung monkey bars. That's fine. I'll I'll adapt and overcome and. I try to make as small as footprint as possible. I'm aware that this place is goddamn busy, so I'll go grab my 20s one at a time, thanks. I'll find my little spot and just, do, 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 you know, take up a small footprint as possible. You I'll can't get, do one at a time if you're doing two curls. You got to take both. Well, I isolate one, so yeah. we'll, we'll hold the 20-pound isolate mm-hmm. it and rotate, or I'll do super confirmation, whatever called, curls. But anyhow, and so I'm I'm, I'm fluttering around. I'm I'm finding little nooks underneath desks to work out in, you know, anywhere I'm out of people's way, I'm, I'm there, you know, I, I, and, and let's think about this. This is the biggest, tallest guy in the place may not be the biggest guy, but got probably the, the longest wingspan. And so I'm, and he's I, taking up, he, he's I'm, like a little, I'm literally hiding under desk. I got my cascade, it's one sling book bag with me. I'm got on my back when I'm walking. Mm. So I'm not taking up unnecessary space. This place is packed all over there, like Quasimodo and shit. Yes, I've got the hunchback going. No one rocks the bells harder than me than Quasimodo and George Wasky, for that matter. But anyhow, this is your basic gym. It's set up in a square. you got two stories. So you have a square. One end of the square, you got the a thoroughfare going to the locker rooms, and you have basically three thoroughfares cutting this thing in half, and then you have the CrossFit area. This place is super packed. I know when they do the CrossFit, they don't touch the 25-kilo, not dumbbells, but the... Um, not the medicine ball, but the, uh, get the fucking thing. It's like a medicine ball to handle. It's a fucking, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Those You're things. talking about the kettlebell. Kettlebell, yes. Yeah. So I grabbed two 25 kilos. For those you plant at home, that's 51 pounds a piece. That's right. I got two of them. And I'm doing fireman carries. Mm-hmm. Fireman carries with 25 kilo kettlebells, one in each hand. It's not, you know, anything to be ashamed of. And so there is the last thoroughfare, if you will has a line of machines, then the mm-hmm. aisle, then a line of machines, then the wall. And it's about 60 yards long. So I'm doing a 60-yard, 105-pound fireman carry. Look at me. Look at the camera. I'm walking. You know, people are, you know, fixing their machines. So I'm kind of... Blink, blink, blink. I'm kind yes. of going around people. There's a trainer. I know he's a trainer because his shirt says trainer on it. Oh, no. Is this the ski instructor version of the situation you got to run into? No, this is... A, Kids French frying down the hill, something's no. in your way. If the guy was training, I would understand, but that's even what's even worse. The guy has a shirt on that says trainer, so I know mm-hmm. he's a trainer, has a Crunch Fitness logo. He's standing in the middle of the thoroughfare talking to a young lady. Not training the young lady, not oh, spotting... on the young lady, Not probably. spotting a young lady, 
But mm-hmm. my point being is he could easily at any time move in between two machines that have plenty of space. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. I'm walking. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. Mm-hmm. I got 110 pounds in my hand. He posts up and stands his fucking ground. So as I'm walking oh, him, I have shit. to rotate. Now you got a Mexican standoff. No, I have to rotate like this and squeeze between him and someone who's re-racking their equipment. Once again, he's not spotting. He's not training. He's socializing on the clock. Mm-hmm. And I'm twisting my upper torso because uh, if I want to turn, I would hit him in the dick with the fucking 21 kilo. You, you couldn't have yelled out, move upside, let the man come through? Well, here's. Definitely not in this fucking situation. Why is he? Would he? Would he throttle you? No, because some might say in a situation I would have represented the man. Well, that would have been even funnier. And so I turn around <laughs> by the elevator, interestingly enough, and I stop and I pause. And I put my kettlebells down, and pick them back up, start proceeding the other direction. Uh-huh. He's now facing the other direction. I look at him. He's looking at me. I look at him. He's looking at me. Once again, stances ground post up. Fuck you! I ain't moving. Got to rotate my torso again. Long story short, six passes. This guy is supposed to be a trainer. Yeah, he's showing you a thing or two, it sounds like. Most people who sign up to be trainers are fucking, they love seeing people get into shape. They love seeing people trying, don't matter how big, how small, how skinny, how fat you are. Uh, apparently, he was on a Most mission. trainers, but the fact that you're on the clock... You have a shirt on with a fucking logo, and you're not actively doing anything, and you refuse to move out of the way of a paying member who's got 110 pounds with a fucking kettlebells hanging off his arm, so he has plenty of room to work out in this already overly crowded gym. All you had to do is back to the narcissism. All you had to do is step back, one step back. Let me pass. Then go back to flirting to the girl. Once again, he's. it's different if he was, like, spotting somebody and I'm expecting him to back. He was standing out in the... He could have just... Okay. Stepped I'm threading back. the needle. Watch out. I'm coming through. <laughs> exactly. He could He could easily just took two steps back and be standing in between the machines where no one was at. No one was on Shooting either one of the machines. But, no, I had to rotate and move and stretch and convol... It's like, what the fuck? It's like... One, is he like a real trainer or is he an employee that was told, hey, you're training today because we already got two people on the front counter? It's like he seemed like he I did not he want to fucking be there. Sounds like he was hitting on a lady. Yeah, but if you're yeah. hitting on a lady. Or, or is it somebody he knew? And he just either got way. blinders on and got into the conversation. No, blinders on is doesn't see me. He literally made eye contact with me as I was walking towards him. Now, did you have to look down at him? Yes, but I looked down anyhow because I grew up with bad low self-esteem and I always looked down on the oh, ground to make myself look shorter. Yeah, I, I, like, my, like my wife, I, I tell her, don't get short with me because she's 5'2". And That's she's why I found so much money short. in my life because I'm always staring at the ground trying to make my, uh, my height people shorter. are angry because they're staring at asses all day? Stinky know. butts. Mm. Well, it's like the old... Uh, <clears throat> Like a midget at a, uh, Here, like a like a little person <laughs> at a urinal. I was on my, stuck on my stand on my toes. Right. Uh, one time we went to a bar with our cousin Matt and my Lisa and and everybody. And uh, me Matt went to go use the restroom and I saddled up to a urinal and I said, "Hey Matt, that short one's for you over there." <laughs> Fucking did not like that at all. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I don't like the urinals. At the restaurants where they don't stagger the height, they just say, fuck it, we're going full second grade elementary, and so you feel like you're pissing Our on the floor. Our one at work's like that. We got one at work that's like that, and it's like, 
stand closer. It's shorter than you think. I was like, then I'll piss on top of it. Or how about you put the fucking cat grass in the bottom that cuts down on the sp- the splatter back? The nice yes. places will put that little fucking two inch foam, that two inch rubber. Guess what a urinal cake does? It creates its a whole... lot of ricochet. Well, some of the nice places now, it's like a rubber two inch tall rubber forest <laughs> so that when you pee into it it captures the splashback and you don't get some... maybe i should uh give my my boss that idea hey, uh, can you replace that with this yeah i think you'll have a cleaner cleaner situation because guess what when field guys come in including some of the office people fucking shit bags we had like a country graders. bar that actually just cut the front off of two beer kegs and <laughs> urinals for days <laughs> uh, the hustler club their urinals are shaped like lips mm-hmm mm-hmm don't gotcha. too long you may not be able to piss but uh, anywho, so I was speaking. One last thing on the gym. I was scrolling through the old um, Instagram, and mm-hmm. Robert Oberst had a post, and I didn't know this was a it's thing. And I and I had asked a friend, uh, my uh, coworker who who works out a lot, and he didn't think it was a thing. But Robert Oberst clearly made it look like it was a thing. When you're lifting, numbers in or numbers out. And people actually had a fit about it. Oh, you only have numbers out to people show to show people what you're lifting. Like any idiot who knows what they're doing can tell what the plate is by just the size of it. Yes. Aren't the numbers on both sides? No. Maybe that's the cheap equipment I use. <laughs> like on plates, the numbers on on both sides. No, hmm. it's solid on one side, and you know, numbered on the other. Now on a bench press, no, no, he tried to turn it into a TP. Toilet paper over or under type situation. Well, on a bench. And by the way, if it's under, you're a psychopath. No, because then you can tear it off. Dude, you're an under guy. Yeah, you pull it forward. And you afraid right that off. you're going to be? You need to see the spiders down there because you got a lot of bugs. Yeah, it's just as you pull it forward, it, it tears. It's off. over top. It's underneath. Pull Listeners, it you. <laughs> you pull it towards you. I don't know what the big deal is. You pull it towards you. It's on top. But so like on, on the bench it press, it off real easy. unlike the bench, some of the bench presses, the weights are on the peg on the side, right? Correct. Yes. And the letters, the numbers are out, so uh-huh. dumb people know which. And so you, you you slide them off. You simply lift up and push them on. You don't rotate. Uh-huh. So he pulls it off, rotates it, and then well, puts it on. Well, again, like my gym, they're all haphazard anyway. <laughs> they're in and out <laughs> when they're uh, if they're racked. A lot of times, it's already got 45s on it. I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm like, okay, this is actually okay. Yeah, and I used to throw a 25 and a, and a 10 on and then do like what? 45, 25, and then a 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do like 10, take the 10 off, do 10, take the 25 off, do 10. Oh, reverse pyramid. No. Then, uh, yeah, I start with the 45, then I add. I've been able to add lately. It's nice. Things are going well on that front. So, just do that for you. Um, Let's talk Cobra Kai, shall we? Oh yeah! New season's out. I know. I only found out because I was flipping through Netflix. I binged it all weekend. Good. You'd be the perfect person to have this conversation with. Actually, wife binged it. I just kind of tagged along. I'm kind of there now too. I'm I'm viewing by proxy, and that's what I want to bring. I've already got predictions for the next season, so. <laughs> she said to me, "Ooh, there's a new Cobra Kai season." I said, "I hope not." <laughs> I like. Oh, they're going one. to ring that towel. That's Red part Bear. of. That's perfect for the conversation I have written down. I like season one because it was on the nose. It was funny. It was in on the joke. It made fun of itself. 
Season two still had a little bit of that, but by the end of season two, the producers and Netflix said, hey, we got a fucking monster by the tail. Let's do what Disney does with the Star Wars franchise and fucking just ride this thing as far and hard. So now... Although I will stop you right there. I actually have been catching up on some of the Disney Star Wars franchise stuff. Outside of the movie, some of the other shit are actually pretty good and self-aware. Anything that Jon Favreau did for Star Wars, fucking fan of. But my point is... It it's no longer making fun of itself. It's no longer in on the joke. Now it's taking itself way too serious. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I'm watching a modern-day karate version of 90210 and or Melrose Place. It yeah. has that feel to it now. And like I said, the season one and two was fun. It was in on the joke, a lot of 80s throwback references. It's a lot of breaking the fourth wall, a little... See what we did the there? The teenage drama. And now it's and just, the, the, it's like, know. okay. Which it always was anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, but, it was always about a chick. But when that sh- that show came out on the pilot, when it was originally written for Net- YouTube Premiere, or YouTube Red, which it failed on, that chick was already 24. So now that chick's like 27 years old playing oh, a scene in high like school. she looks like she really aged between the last two seasons. Well, it's because she's like fucking 27. Got fucking crow's feet and shit when she's When she did episode one where she's playing a sophomore in high school, she was fucking 23. Now she's like 27 playing a senior. But it, it, I don't know. To me, it's almost it's no longer taken. How come so- all these teenagers can be naked in movies? Isn't that illegal? I'll give you a little secret. Mm. Those fuckers are at least 25. <clears throat> You know, that was one of the cool things about going back and watching some of uh, the early high school movies. Cause I have not done that. Like the Pretty in Pinks and stuff. I think Emilio Estevez is a little old, but the majority of them were of age. They were of that age. It wasn't until like the early 90s that they started putting 21, 24-year-olds playing <laughs> 15 and 16-year-olds in, in, in movies. But anyhow, um, hold on. Let me let me get rid of this whiskey whiskey voice. <clears throat> so, so anyhow, I'm Hi. I'm watching Cobra Kai because I'm already invested, but I'm not excited about it. I actually filed the dog's nails through most of the episode with petty paws, which isn't exactly acquired endeavor. But um, might I suggest instead, if you're not ready to bore yourself to tears with Cobra Kai, but you want some brain dead TV. Might I suggest the most important question on the internet? This is a bowling ball. Is it cake? And this is a cake. Oh my god, I'm... What? The show is insane! You are all here because you are all talented at making cakes that look like everyday objects. That is cake. And now... I made it through one of them. specific skill. Wow. Can earn you thousands of dollars. Wow. Like, there are people saving lives, and I am making cake look like other things. Let's keep those squeaks down. I'm trying to play chess over here. (laughs) Judges, here's how this works. Only one of those cake stands is holding an actual cake. What is this, a cake? We're not agreeing. This isn't working. Now, as the guy who watches the show about the people who make glass-blowing objects, it's not far of a crutch that I would watch this show. I will say that it was Saturday night, there's nothing on. I said, let's watch Is It Cake? And I went into it jaded, bitter, salty, if you will. I said, this is dumb. This is a whole show based off a TikTok trend. Can't believe I'm going to watch an episode of a show that is a direct rip off of TikTok. And I bet they won't even mention it once. I'm going to say like five, five episodes later, <laughs> it was like totally brain dead. But it's just laying in bed, just like, this is actually kind of interesting. And the funny thing is that Mikey 
E guy, whatever the host. Apparently, he's like late Saturday Night Live, like long after I stopped watching it. And so, yeah. when I'm watching, I'm like, he seems like a John Henson ripoff from Wipeout. Yes, indeed. Now, that being said, I think it's less cheesy than the Netflix contestant show called The Floor is Lava. Exactly. But my point is, is, is it cake? Sounds dumb, but it's actually better than you would think it is. And I went into it ironically Correct. and ended up watching like entire season one over the weekend. So while you were binge watching Cobra Kai, I was trying to figure out if that bowling ball is cake or not. <laughs> what did I also start watching on AMC Plus? <laughs> Walking Dead stories. They've now got like one episode stories. And they've actually got big actors on this. It's insane. But like little, this the first one was basically an ex-Ohio State football player played by, um, what's his name that hosts uh, America's Got Talent? Strahan. Oh, it was, no, I'm sorry. It was like Michael Strahan. And, and it was just kind of interesting. He's going from Ohio to find this other, he was a prepper, to go find this other prepper. And it's been about two years into it. What show is this? And, Walking Dead stories. Oh, okay, I gotcha. So I'm still in the Walking Dead world a little bit. Uh, going to finish up the final season. Then there allegedly is going to be a Carol and Daryl spinoff. Oh, boy. And then a Negan and Maggie spinoff, believe it or not. Lame. Now you thought, eh, actually, there was some decent character development there. The dude the split her husband's wig open with a baseball yeah, bat. Well, that was a whole dramatic thing. I mean, this is like six, seven, ten, ten years after that. Now. That's why I stopped watching the show. So Not because Glenn died, but because these motherfuckers wanted him dead. And there's like 38 times through the entire season that one person was in a room alone with him unguarded. And they still couldn't pull the trigger. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I'm actually a <laughs> fan of Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And it goes back to Supernatural, where he plays... Uh, Sam and Dean Winchester's dad, um, which the guy who plays Dean Winchester is in in the boys as Soldier Boy. Gotcha. Have you seen Soldier? Have you seen? Are you caught up on the boys? Yeah, that's I believe solid. So. It was a little um, now X rated at the beginning of they, this season. Did they pull a Mid-season finale, or is that what I'm waiting on, or did they do a full season this year? I think they did a full season. Oh, that's hard to tell. The, What's that? Sometimes it annoys me with these streaming shows where they don't have a consistent episode time. Some episodes are 38 minutes, some are an hour and a half. It's like, can we do a That's stream? when you're not when you're not hemmed in by a, 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 a structured, you know, broadcast timeline and commercials. You yeah, do what you want. Um started watching on Amazon, even though I haven't seen any of the movies in a long-ass time. What was it? Power of the Rings or Ring of Power, whatever the Lord of the Rings oh. spinoff? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's pretty good so far. Have you watched that at all? Is that the one with Bilbo? I don't know Bilbo? yet. I do okay. know. I think there's a character on there. I think... I don't know. I, I'm not a fanboy. Hard, Hardfoots. Kind of like Hobbits, but they call it Hardfoot. Oh, this is where Gollum comes from, I think. I um, think Hardfoot. I think this is the origin stories of Gandalf. It's pretty crazy. And Gollum, probably. If if the person I think is Gandalf is Gandalf, I think this is his weird, very weird uh, origin story. And I think maybe the reason he doesn't understand yeah. the language 
is because it's kind of one of those things where you don't realize that when you're watching the little hard foot speaking in English that technically they're speaking their own language. And maybe at some point we'll realize the reason he, he's speaking in grunts is because they don't understand his language. But anyhow, don't th- I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Gandalf, but it's going to be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I have not watched any of that stuff in a long time. I was never huge. I, was I wasn't either, and I just out. I've been seeing advertisements. Like I said, I saw I think the first movie and like the last one. I didn't even watch the whole series. I wasn't a, a Lord of the Rings fanboy. Most of I know about Lord of the Rings is what you read the books and when I was in middle school and you watched the seventies version with the anime live action overdub on top. Oh, I remember that. That was actually pretty cool. But yeah, so check out Is It Cake? And then uh, swing over to Amazon and watch that uh, Lord of the Rings show before you spend any time watching fucking that one show that I lost interest in. Oh, Cobra Kai. Yeah. And so That's much funny. lost interest, I forgot the damn name. Have you uh, checked out um, oh, shit, Terminal List? <clears throat> Not yet. That's a good one. It's on my uh, story. What's that? It's on my list. News and shit. Yeah. News and shit. Now here's Gordon with some news and shit. A little early, we're calling in from the Las Vegas, Nevada news desk. We're pulling a little early one because I had to get up at 4 o'clock this morning to take the kid to the Raiders for the JROTC, and I forgot this on my list, and I showed up, and no one was there. 5 a.m., football lights were out. The pool was empty. No track stars running around. Just two lonely parents in their cars sitting on the side road of Cape Coral wondering where the fuck everybody's at. So she's still uh, working with the ROTC? After she took a week off, but we won't get into that because that involves an Alexa getting thrown through the screen of a 65-inch big screen TV. That was given to me, so I don't give a fuck because it's in her room, which means now she has no way to play Xbox, so I'm happy. But anyhow, oh, sitting in front of the uh, Cape Coral High School at uh, 4.34 in the morning, wondering where the fuck everyone is, because interestingly enough, and I'm sure Las Vegas High School is probably do the same, and that is all exterior sports teams shall conduct exterior sports prior to Extra school. Extracurricular is what you're looking for. No, I mean exterior, because it's outside. Oh. Don't give a fuck what you're doing in the gymnasium. But all the exterior sports had to be, take place in the morning because it's too fucking hot in the afternoon and we don't want heat stroke. So that means the football team, the swim team, the track team, and the JROTC Raiders have to show up to high school at five. And dark, I, dark o'clock early? I think the swimmers get there at fucking four because when I'm pulling at 445, this bitch is already in the water. Oh, they're, they're hardcore. Yeah. So Makes you feel like a fucking slacker, doesn't Pull it? up to the complex and... Nary a light on, nearly a fucking swimmy in the pool, just two lonely cars locked outside of a park parking lot wondering what the fuck. Wait until 5.15, all the other parents had left, still nary a soul, and I said, well, fuck this, we're going home. Before we go home, one of the things I do now that I drop her off Monday through Wednesday, which makes doing 9.30 podcast fun, um... Is after I drop her off, I head back home so that I can work out because I'm already up. Well, I go back to bed. But I know that Carrie's alarm clock is off at 530, so on the way en route to my house, I stop and get coffee. Or milkshakes, depending on the temperature of your coffee. <laughs> stop at Starbucks, and there's a sign on this Steinder window. Drive-thru, that is. Sorry for the inconvenience, 
due to the citywide boil water notice, we will not be open. I did not know you had a citywide boil. To water. which I said, "Aha!" I looked at her. And I said, "Where do you get your water at when you're out there running? Bottled water." Hmm. Do you take showers after work? She said, yes. I said, aha! That's why there's no one out there working out because there's no showers to be had, so they canceled it. So you all had a boil water alert, huh? Then I remembered I got a text message from the school last night. said, there's a boil water. No, just check your email. And I said, "Uh uh-oh, this is on us. We didn't check our email. Well, you think you would have checked on the news or or whatever other media. So I get home and Carrie's up. Well, Notice Carrie gets waking phone. up because Barley, Barley, Bailey starts barking because Sariana's in her room snazing. Carrie's like, why isn't she at the Raiders? I'm like, aha, there was an ordeal. <laughs> there was a thing. We need to check her email. She checks her email, and nowhere in the fucking email does it say that exterior curricular activities are cut off and canceled for the day. It simply says, don't worry, we will provide water bottles for your kids' hydration needs. So now I'm even, now I'm back to annoyed. The school district sends out a text message telling you to check your email for updates based on the interruption of regular schedules upon the boil water notice. Wouldn't you include that all curricular activities that start at 4.30 fucking a.m. are canceled so that parents can sleep in for once? Oh, we forgot about the suckers who get up early. Yep. So what happened to cause of a water boil deal? The world may never know. It don't apply to me. I'm on well water. So you didn't know about it either. I'm on well water, so it don't affect us. Apparently something happened in the works. Ah, Something gummed up the works. But I laughed to myself that a Starbucks would be closed because it's a boil water notice. Hey, a news you won't hear. The lake went up four feet. By design, you have to boil water to make coffee. So why would a coffee shop be closed? Actually, it's just under boil. Well, that's because, friends, uh, Starbucks doesn't sell coffee anymore they sell more milkshakes than they do coffee which is why they removed coffee from their name and so yes you do heat up coffee but you can't now milkshakes you're talking about the iced cappuccinos correct yes milkshakes so (laughs) guess who was open dunkin donuts and urban buzz coffee so in the summertime i have this i have switched to iced coffee or iced cappuccino at home pussy no not a pussy it's a hundred and fucking ten goddamn degrees out Moist. Yes, and your grandfather so, would still order big black fucking coffee. And it's coffee so and funny because I've heard you say, oh, I, I wouldn't drink cold coffee <laughs> after it sat around for a while. Well, you do realize that they are completely different, right? <laughs> when it hits the ice, it instantly cools it versus sitting around, getting stagnant, getting cold. There's certain- And I do drink. Coffee that sat around on my desk for a little no, while. No, I know we're not. I know we're supposed to be talking news, but there are certain things that I can't eat in temperatures in which they do not belong. This is the whole reason why I don't eat Who potato says salad. It doesn't belong in that temperature. This is why I don't eat potato salad. I don't want what? ice cold congealed mayonnaise covered fucking potatoes. I want my potatoes oh, raw and warm. Egg salad, delicious. <laughs> no thanks. Cold coffee. My coffee gets cold. You know what I do? I go to the fucking microwave. You and I survived World War II. That's that era they had. That's all they had was egg salad and potato salad. I still, well, it's different if I'm out camping. I'll eat fucking spam out of camp. I don't give a shit. But, uh. Oh, so it has to do with what's going on. Oh, absolutely. It's all about the mind state. When in Rome. But I still drink black coffee. I still drink black coffee at work. (laughs) Yes. And I just microwave that shit and warm it back up because I don't want cold coffee. 
There's just certain have flavors that. Have you tried that, that, a like a a Starbucks or even a Black Rifle cold? I'm sure cold there's three drink. in my refrigerator right now. Thank you. No, Carrie wakes up and pop a top again and drinks it down. Do yourself and her a favor. Go when you're maybe at the gas station because they're selling them even at Seven Eleven. Pick her up a can of the um, Black Rifle cold drink like the the the, uh, the vanilla or even the mocha. She'll drink that and then she'll try to go back to drink a fucking Starbucks and Starbucks will taste like garbage. She actually prefers Dunkin' Donuts. No, no, seriously. And now back to Gordon and the news. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Why? Because Walter White. What was found was an alligator, drugs, guns, money. But where's the tiger? What we call a Saturday in Miami. Uh-huh. And this is coming in from the AP. The alligator, an alligator, drugs, guns, and money were seized during a raid on two homes in Albuquerque last month. But New Mexico wildlife officials said Saturday that they are still searching for a young tiger they believe is being illegally kept as a pet. Do you trust reptile guy? Uh, you get reptile guy and big cat guy together, we've got a problem. That is a that is a that's a crew that hangs out in similar tents, that's for sure. These tents are yes. <laughs> they hang out in similar tents. In similar trailer parks more likely. But uh, investigators think the tiger is with somebody in New Mexico or a nearby state, according to the uh, New Mexico Department of Game and Fish Conservation officers. The animal was believed to be less than one year old and weighed just under 60 pounds. Oh, the alligator or the tiger? No, we're talking about the tiger that's missing. Oh, okay, I'm the tiger. But tigers, as we know, can grow to be quite large. Yeah, Maybe they can. somewhere in a neighborhood of 600 pounds. Depends on the size of an aquarium to keep them in. Yeah. According to the department, calling large meat-eating animals such as tigers and alligators a clear danger to the public. <laughs> Wild tigers are listed globally as an endangered species. Alligators, on the other hand, were listed as endangered in the United States from 67 to 87. But today they thrive quite nicely in the wild and around Cape Coral. And to quote the New Mexican wildlife officer when having to deal with the alligator, I didn't sign up for this shit or I would have moved to Florida. Yeah. And the alligator that was seized by authorities is, yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a small guy at about three feet. He's a little baby. And uh, it was taken to a wildlife facility after state conservation officers and f- federal, state, and local police served a search warrant on 1 August the 12th. But the Albuquerque police reported a 26-year-old man was arrested. It's always the 26 year it's not going to be a girl. It's just not. Not with an alligator in the mix. Not with the tiger, maybe, but with an alligator in the mix. How and the dare you and the gun assume and the money. her gender in 2022? <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, they seized a, a two pounds of heroin. Heroin. 10.5 pounds or 4.75 kilos of cocaine. 49 pounds or 22 kilos of marijuana. 17 rifles, one pistol, fentanyl, and Xanax pills, and nearly 42K in cash. Now, how many of these rifles do you think were like 22s and high points? I'm sure at least five pistols were. Yeah, I'm sure there's at least and one. And I bet they had the fucking dollar, dollar bills all over them. Probably at least one spray-painted gold AK in the mix, too. 
So needless to say, Albuquerque's looking for a missing tiger. If you hear anything, please call their department. Not when it comes to the alligator. Now coming in from our friends at Beijing. That's a bit of a stretch. Oh, it's a huge stretch. Chinese man trapped aloft in a hydrogen balloon for two days. Now, for those of you Is he trying to escape? playing along at home, there's safe harbor in a few letters. Now, if he said China man, then you can write the letters and complain and cancel us. But he said Chinese man, therefore there's a difference. And this is from the AP also. <laughs> so because he is a Chinese man, he is a citizen of China. That would be their version Reluctant of the American citizen man. citizen. Or that is the equivalent of Florida man. Maybe this is Florida Chinese man. Chinese state media says a man has been found safe after he spent two days aloft in a hydrogen balloon traveling about I saw that miles. How did he get in that predicament? I haven't, well, let's let's find that. out. Let's find out, shall we? After it became untethered. He wanted a selfie. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I bet it was one of them fairs where you can go and you can pay some money to be in a tethered balloon and go up about 50 feet. The man identified only by a surname, Hu, or is it Hu, H-U, and partner were collecting pine nuts partner. Sunday in a, fork, in a forest park <laughs> in Hinyojang province. Only in China does a man get in trouble while collecting pine nuts. Pine nuts. Located in northeastern China, when they lost control of the balloon and sailed off. So apparently... When one collects pine nuts, he must do it from a hydrogen balloon. It's better for the environment. Yep. The other person jumped to the ground and searched. A search was launched for the escaped balloon and hue. How hard would it be to see a fucking giant weather balloon floating around eastern China? At least it wasn't a chair with like 100 balloons on it. State broadcaster CCTV, not to be confused with closed caption television, Said rescuers were able to contact a man by cell phone the following morning and instructed him. This guy gets service strapped to a goddamn weather balloon, 2,000 or more feet. It's not a weather balloon, it's just a. But I can't get service from T Mobile when I leave my office and it takes 20 minutes for my phone to connect to their fucking network. Gotcha. You get coming off of Wi Fi? My. I've had this problem since they started rolling out 5G, and it's with my Samsung Galaxy Old Plus. I leave my office and get in my car, and unless I reboot my phone, it takes. Today, I left my shop, sat in the line of Wendy's while they played the service timer game, got my food, consumed my food, drove down to the gas station to get some drinks for the office. By the time I got back to the office, my phone finally connected and that was a true solid 13 minutes. It took 13 minutes for my phone to connect to their 5G after disconnecting from my Wi-Fi. So on my Ultra, I used to have that problem. Then I just, just picked it just to be on LTE only, uh, 4G, and it was fine. But now I went back, and now, now it seems to throttle around. I think it's more their um, towers than anything. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Anywho, because they said they're still working but on this guy, this everything. guy, they call him while he's fucking strapped to a goddamn wayward balloon yeah. flying now through Don's the fucking upset. Chinese I'm sure they atmosphere. Don't have, I'm sure it's a Huawei device too, right? 
Probably a burner phone to boot. But how, how? What is your guess on how they told him to get down? Poke a hole. Probably close enough. <laughs> they said, you know, when they got a hold of him on the cell phone, that Don Turned pissed off about fan the following morning. It struck at him to They still have singular in China, I bet. Slowly deflate the balloon to land safely. Well, no shit, Sherlock. It took another day before he reached the ground. Located 200 miles northeast. <laughs> when they said slowly, he took it to heart. In the Fangzing region, close to the border with Russia. Good thing they're friends. He was in good health, apart from the pain in his lower back, and possibly from standing the entire time he was in the air. Why wouldn't he sit? It's a fucking basket. Those things are like oh, four foot by four foot. Like that guy's like three and a half foot tall. He'd probably, probably like laid down. Smallest phone booth. Those baskets are, you know, usually it's big enough for the well, balloon. Well, those are big, fat American balloons. This is a whole different deal. That's true. We are fat. You know, we've said, Vinny Tordridge said, you know, if you want to see how skinny people are in normal days, he would say, look at the video of the 1968 Woodstock. Let me say this. As somebody who just watched Trainwreck, the 1999 Woodstock, those motherfuckers were skinny, too. And they weren't exactly the picture of health. So well, you were go, one of them back then, too, weren't you? I know. The My, point being is you don't even have to go back to 1968 to look at that footage. You can look at the 1999 footage, and there wasn't a fat fuck in that audience either. Everybody was just skinnier back then. We didn't yeah, live off of... I still think that we're probably fatter than then in 69. But compared to today, it is so funny now that uh, apparently uh, DoorDash doesn't like people being shamed for being lazy. And so now they're running this TV ad saying that it's not lazy to order your food from DoorDash. It's supporting local economy. So they're, they're trying That's to, their spin, huh? Yeah, they're trying to make their users feel better for not getting off their couch for three weeks. Well, one last story. This is coming out of uh, Nicosia, Cyprus. Eastern Bloc? Uh, no. It's, it's between, it's the, uh, Cyprus is the island that Greece and Turkey fight over. Close. Mediterranean. Mediterranean, actually, yeah. Swarthy. Um, a, a global search, and you're going to like this one, I think. A global search for the alternative sources to Russian energy during the war in Ukraine. By the way, kudos, Ukraine. You're fucking, you're fucking pushing in. Uh, hopefully this Is there any truth to around. the alleged Russian asking for peace treaty now? Um, yeah, they, they basically said it's too late. <laughs> I think I think I read an article. Zelensky said you should have done that months ago. It's too late now. Oh, I hope he fucking not that I support his version of government, but I just yeah. But his people have one. They they got one coming for their team. They need to. Just well, you saw that they've made right moves all the way back to push Russia yeah, back to the border, they, right? Yeah, but they just in the northeast. Fucking keep on going. <laughs> you know what's interesting? Before I get back onto the story, I was listening to a. Uh, a podcast with a guy who was a former CIA agent. And he, you know, the big thing you hear is why are we giving them our weapons? You know, we're doing this. He goes, look at it this way. It's on how you frame it. What better way to real world test our weapons without losing our blood than to give it to somebody else and get the data points back. And not to mention a lot of that stuff has a uh, shelf life, not physically, but technologically, and what a better way to get rid of some of our old inventory than, you know, that beast of shit of having the yep. EOD, guy, EOD guys blow it up, which I know an EOD guy, and that was what part of his job was to blow up old munitions and shit. Yeah, and I think the HIMARS are probably a little more current, although they did fit for the first time ever some 
some H-A-R-R-M Sidewinder-type missiles onto Soviet-era fucking um, MiG-29s, mm. and it worked, and they took out some some shit. So uh, good on on on. Uh, yeah, again, I'm not real fond. I don't know enough about their government, but you know, I do understand the type part of the world it's from. Well, I just know that they had a thing with a Biden, so it's all you need to know. Uh, the the well, coke you're pictures. A Trumpster, and... aren't you? You're one of them. They're going to put you on a list. I'm already on a list. I'm a juggalo. I've been on the FBI domestic terrorist watch list for at least ten years now. Did I go on one as soon as I registered as a libertarian? Probably, or when yeah. you ordered your first fucking. Oh, Don't they're going to start tracking firearms and, and, and stuff on uh No, Amazon. On, I'm sure as soon as you order the Don't Tread on Me flag on Amazon, you're on 15. No, no, no. It's uh, a thing went through. One of the, the things that went through is uh, if you purchase a firearm or ammunition on a credit card, there will be a code for the type of store you're in. The big box store is not so much. Your Bass Pros, but if it's a local gun store, there'll be a code. Good thing I already got that plate carrier then. Yeah, no shit, huh? <laughs> you got a real one? It's for exercise. Anyway. Yeah, it is. It's just the plates are for exercising. Yeah, there you go. So global res- the global search for the alternative sources of Russian energy during the war in Ukraine, that's where I left off, has refocused attention on smaller, easier-to-build nuclear power stations, which proponents say provide cheaper, more efficient alternative to older models. I am all for this. We need to do that shit here. If the winter, it's the only way you're going to go green. If the winter in France and Germany are as bad as they're anticipating this year, because Germany went full green and fucking cut off their fucking nose and ears to spite their fucking forehead. Is that all getting off the oil? <clears throat> There's such an energy crisis there that people are reverted back to <coughs> cutting down trees and they're heating like small communities with basically blocks of compressed uh, sawdust. I hear that they also fired up the coal coal mining too. Yeah, because they're they're fucked. They got a winter coming, yeah. and they they have no natural. They got rid you know, of all of it. And I was thinking about this the other France too. Other so to, to your point, to your story, if this winter sucks, mm-hmm. they may adopt those smaller nuclear power plants than otherwise, and so we may see those a lot quicker. But and it could help them go green in the long run. Mm-hmm. However, one of the thoughts <laughs> I had recently was, man, I remember everybody. Uh, Especially on the left, keeps saying we need to look to Europe. We need to look to Europe on how we do things. These are the same assholes. You know the shit show Europe is right now. Well, these are the same assholes now. They're like, hey, California said they're not going to sell any internal combustion engines after 2053. Maybe we don't even got enough power. Yeah, but now they were actually doing rolling blackouts and saying flex this and flex that. And this is something I wanted to bring up earlier because I've heard it here. We need because we had. We had a cool August, but the beginning of September was record heat. And they're like, got to watch your energy. You know what? Fuck you. I'm on solar, so I already use less energy anyway. I heard today. They don't say that, except for the solar customers. They want everybody to use less energy. But I heard today there's already like four Democratic-ran states who believe in the saying, as goes California, as goes the rest of the world. So they're thinking about adopting the same fucking policy. It's like, you guys are fucking dumb. I think California should change their state flag, flag to a cart in front of a horse. Because they put the cart in front of the horse on this electric thing. They don't even have the grid to do it. It's fucking insane. Cart, meat, horse. Anyway, uh, France already relies on nuclear power for a majority of its electricity. Good for them. Mm-hmm. And Germany kept an option of reactivating two older nuclear plants that it uh, will shut down at the end of the year as the Russia cuts its natural gas. Again, good. I, I have do a feeling believe that, that thing's going to open back up. Fourth and fifth uh, generation. What's going? Oh, that pipeline. No, the I, the power plants in Germany. Oh yeah, it will. 
While Rolls-Royce SMR and its competitors have signaled or has signed deals with country from Britain to Poland to start building these stations, there are many they are many years away, of course, because regulatory commissions and everything else from operating and cannot solve the energy crisis currently hitting Europe, which I did notice gas is kind of creeping back up again. Right before my road trip next weekend, um, nuclear power also poses risks. Everything poses a risk. You know it'll kill you? I get it. You know it'll kill you? Life. Yeah. None of us get out of it alive. So, uh, well, you know. What if there's an earthquake? We can't They're obviously worried of uh, the, the, the highly radioactive waste. I think we've proven that it can be stored properly. I was actually making fun of If they had actually used. Yucca Mountain, which it sounds like they actually have some stuff out there. Remember, those are the rooms that I uh, wasn't allowed that we weren't allowed to go in. It's mm-hmm. had radon. Um, now I was making more of the fact that they don't want desalination plants in LA because what if there's an earthquake? No, that's not why. It's you, you, it's going to suck the plankton in. Oh, that's and right. And then that's going to affect the wet migration of the whales. Even though they were going to um, green some of the old areas of the power, they're using an old power station for this. Not to mention fucking LA dumps are goddamn toxic fucking shit in the ocean like that's not uh, you mean all the human flop yes, that just gets so pushed that down doesn't there? affect the goddamn plankton but ain't yeah, hell, we digress. Uh, you know i understand where they're coming from but there's a point where you're getting your uh, emotions are overrunning your logic and then you try to make the logical sound like they're the crazy let's stabilize our society and then we will work on progress yeah let's come to the middle just a little bit. And, and look, the right is just as fucking guilty. This company right here keeps getting hit by the far right saying, oh, you don't supply, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, the dude doesn't want to make money off a of tragedy, you know, shit like that. So it's, it's like they're just as bad. If you don't lo- march lockstep with whichever side, you're now on the other side. And it's mm-hmm. it's horseshit. Tribalism. And, you know, it's pussy think. You're not nuanced enough to, to look at the different things, you know. Uh, anywho, sir, I, I, I just want to let you know that I am an avid user of DuckDuckGo, so yeah. I like Brave Browser. Sounds like DuckDuckGo still does a little tracking. Of course they do. They need money for revenue, much like T-Mobile selling my phone number to fucking scammers. But I digress. And then they turn around and say, we got a scam shield for you. <laughs> anywho, that's pretty much it. So they're going to be trying to ramp that up. I am getting a little hesitant seeing other smaller countries quibbling more and fighting more around that whole area. I, it just looks like everything is kind of... Now here's Gordon with some news and shit. Oh, hold on. Sorry. Go ahead. Everything's kind of coming together where things ain't going to go right. You got China and Russia doing their practice drills and we don't hear about this stuff in our mainstream press because, you know, we just want to bury our heads in the sand and still talk about COVID. That's because there's an election they got to focus on, and they don't want to point out all the shit that well, Biden's doing wrong. They done fucked the pig today because stock market took a shit. They're going to raise the uh, interest rates probably another three quarter percent by the end of the week. Yeah, another article out of Biden just can't catch a fucking break. The day he has his Rose Garden premiere talking about the what was it the um, the recession debilitation plan or whatever bullshit title oh, yeah. they gave. Yeah, it. and that's funny because they say, "Oh, we're not in a recession." Well, the the te- and this is yelling. The technical definition of recession is two consecutive quarters of negative growth. And her thing is, well, we still got more jobs than people. That's not the part of the definition. It's two negative 
but quarters they're focusing, of negative growth. They're focusing uh, on changing the definition. Well, we got to change the definition for everything because if you're a patriot, if you uh, look just a little conservative, you are now a conspiracy. You are now the enemy, and you need to be re-educated. And on that note, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of What's In Your Head podcast. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. If you want to support the show, please head over to d-410.com and click on the Patreon link and subscribe. You can also check out some of the um, advertisements we have there for um, heart rate monitors, fishing equipment, and the like. And uh, thank you guys for your continued support. On behalf of myself and Gordon, we will talk to you all next week. This has been a Digital 410 production. <laughs>